videos where you have an officer basically around the neck area. These two retired Vegas cops now podcast hosts. They don't have ID, they can't get into a hotel room. To, to get them the help they need, especially if someone even gets arrested. A lot of people don't know how the justice system works. What you guys have going on is necessary, it's needed. Hey, this is David Kohlmeyer, The Problem Solver. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thursday at 4.30, where we go live at Sticky Paws Studio by 2.15 in Rainbow. Thank you so much for joining us again. The Problem Solver, the goal is every single week to talk about different problems, bring on some experts, talk about what's going on in the community, and uh, try to help some people. The Problem Solver uh, can be reached at 702-999-1111. That's 702-999-1111. And there's no problem that's either too small, too big that we can't handle it. If we can't handle it, we have different attorneys, we have different experts uh, within the community that can help people. So again, thank you so much for joining us today. As usual, we have Danny Miner as my co-host. Thanks, Dave. Let's go. Ready to go today. And then we have a special guest today, Vlad Lepotkin, Lepotkin, always screwing up names, Vlad Lepotkin, who is an enrolled agent with the IRS. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me again. So Vlad was on, probably when we first started The Problem Solver, it was about 18 months ago, and he was on one of the first shows, and it was just me and Vlad, and we just were talking about that. I already forgot what we spoke about 18 <laughs> months ago. Um, luckily, the IRS has not been knocking on my door, and, uh, and uh, IRS. So um, you gave a lot of uh, tips. I think it was right before tax season, and I just felt it was a good time to bring you on because I know that they recently you know, were hiring um, about 87,000 um, agents. So that was like a little weird. And then I've heard some different things where people say that these IRS agents are going to be going out taking everyone's guns. Have you heard that one? No. They, no. They, there's a rumor <laughs> out there that like, you know, that, you know, everyone's trying to take away guns in well, America. So they're going to they're gonna have the IRS agents do that now. But Dave, do you realize 87,000? Where are they putting these agents? Why is there 87,000 agents? I mean, do they really need our tax money that bad that they hire 87,000? If you're talking criminal conspiracies here, this is definitely a conspiracy, 100%. I guess the question for Vlad is, is that, I mean, first of all, they probably never, ever hired 87,000 agents. Like, what is going on? I mean, basically, there's, I'm assuming because of COVID and revenue and with them giving all the money away that they need these agents to get the money back. Um, so they so they gave us three grand and now they want it back. So I knew I knew there was a fix to giving us the three grand. I knew there was a fix. Here's the fix. We're gonna hire eighty seven thousand agents to get our three thousand bucks back. Well, actually, they're gonna want it's gonna be penalties. So it's gonna be six thousand. It's gonna cost you three thousand. Three thousand to get the three thousand. So we're guess, gonna pick on you today. You know that, right? So Vlad, tell us uh, first of all, tell us a little bit about your background, um, how you became an IRS enrolled agent with IRS. Right. So just to recap, people, wanted want to tell people that you're not an IRS agent. Explain I do that. not work for IRS, yes. Uh, enrolled agents. Not yet. Not, well, well, hopefully we'll never. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the exactly opposite, actually. I represent taxpayers uh, with the IRS. When somebody has a problem, I stand between a taxpayer and a service. Oh, I like make that. Make sure they don't violate people's rights and uh, they pay the lowest amount of tax possible legally. 
Yeah, it's a federal <laughs> license. Okay. I have no limitations on what taxpayers or business entities to represent. Um, we focus on um, accounting, tax return preparation, mostly IRS collection cases. Okay. So when everything went wrong, everything burned down to the ground, people come to me to do damage control. I like that. So that's he's a problem. That's my, he's a problem solver. I'm a problem solver. <laughs> he is a problem. Now, do you work for the federal government? No, this is no. no. Oh, okay. It's a federal license uh, that you know gives me unlimited rights, but I do not work for the government. No, I have my own accounting firm. Okay, so that sounds better. So, so you, oh, <laughs> he kept thinking. I kept saying we're having an IRS agent. I, when he kept saying, I'm thinking an IRS agent. You know, he has lawyers on here, right? He has doctors on here. Now he's going to have an IRS agent. I'm thinking nobody likes IRS agents. Why would we put one on the show, right? But now I understand. You're you're going to help people. I'm a good guy. Yes, yes. you're the good guy. So, uh, by the way, you know we could prep people that are listening. Will be funny. So when Beja gets here, um, there's a lot of travel time from from Henderson to get to Las Vegas, especially with today's traffic. I think she's taking the subway. Well, well, listen, she hasn't been on time in what about ten weeks? Chase about ten weeks, maybe. That sounds about right. I don't know if she was ever on time. We still have to get the <laughs> map. Maybe, maybe we, have, we have to find the map where, like, you know, we like searching. Las Vegas, like where's Waldo? Yeah. Like where's Beja? And we try to pinpoint on the map. When she gets here, we're going to tell her, um, this will be actually good. We're going to prep it, you know, when people see. We're going to tell her that you're an IRS agent. And then basically, uh, of course, it's, we're just joking around here. We're going to tell her that we're joking and that, that you went through her taxes and found multiple problems. We'll just play with it, see how it goes. And we'll be very quiet. But this is actually a fun time to, it's probably not normal for you to have any type of fun time with your job <laughs> this is the fun time to have that we're gonna have a fun with. Of yeah, we're, you know what else we could do she just told me she won money what did she 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 told me she wanted playing oh Makino, mm-hmm. right i think she said like 1700 dollars or something okay. like that we should say did did you pay your tax you're supposed to pay that immediately no we can we, no we, we'll <laughs> say that he that they detected that they got, they got notification yes, yes that she won yes and and ask her like has she paid you know i think she said she wanted a dotties Okay. All right. So that so we we got we got to get that on. So, <laughs> you you agree? You never probably have fun at your job. This is the one time we get to play a little bit of a joke on Major, and uh, and we'll, we'll see what she says when she comes in here. We'll just say that you're, she's not going to know the difference. And like most people, I think when you say enrolled age with the IRS, I would say most people ninety five percent think you work for the IRS, right? That's right. I didn't like you as soon as I saw you because I thought you worked for the IRS. He's got, now I feel better about you. He also has an IRS mustache. Yes. That, that comes with the federal license. So, you know, I was telling Vlad before he came on the show that when he first came on 18 months ago, you know, it was a little bit more serious in general. Yeah. It was just myself, not with you. And since Danny wants to bring some flavor to the Problem Solver show, you know, we're changing it up a little bit. And Danny does help with that with, with his back, with his, you know, great personality. And then Beja also helps out as well. So I actually think it's going to be really fun with Beja to mess with her. But like I said, you know, um, we were very serious the first time you came, and we want to we want to basically incorporate some of your knowledge and experience to the people that are listening. Because I would probably say there's probably never an IR, an IRS enrolled agent on any probably podcast show. Have you ever watched a <laughs> podcast where there, there's someone like you with your mustache on the other side? Or no? <laughs> no, 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 not like really. That, no. Okay, so all right, so tell us about. I think I just I cut you off before. Yeah. Tell us about the you know your background and how you got involved in it. Always want to have a, uh, my own business. Okay. I want to be a business owner. So um, I started reading about people who are successful, and I found the one common thing among all of them. They all have accounting background. Not all of them, but most of them. Okay. I thought, you know what? Let's take a look. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, he recommended me to take a tax course and start you know, working for uh, one of the local franchises. I tried it. I liked it. And uh, here we are. Now I have my own accounting firm, and it gives me uh, financial freedom and everything else in between. You know, awesome. you know, it's interesting. Most people actually say, because we've done research as well like that, 
a lot of people say it's real estate related, but am I wrong? Is it more accounting? Accounting, you have to have a solid understanding of the accounting because I witness in my, um, my work, so many people have great idea, great product, and they absolutely don't understand what are they doing accounting wise and they lose money when they can be successful. So when you have this some sort of accounting background, be it a college degree or whatever that might be, it really, really helps you to become, um, to grow financially. Wow. You know, I was kicked out of my accounting class. I think it was in <laughs> high school, during high school. It got really advanced. I'm not a detailed person. Are you detailed? No. I mean, you were a detective, but you were more like more of a communicator yes. than me, right? Yes. You caught the guy. Then I always say as a cop. I used, I used the to, other detectives catch him. I just took credit. You know, it's funny with me. <laughs> I, I used to like catching a bad guy, but like to fillet, I used to say fillet the fish. Like I was glad to give it to the detective. The biggest high is to catch the bad guy, right? Like sure. to do the paperwork. I think in New York, they call them DD5s. Like, these, it's like supplemental reports for detectives. Like, I couldn't care less about that stuff. Like, I did my job. I wanted to catch the bad guy. To do the paperwork was the, was the worst part of it all, you know, like to be so detailed. But some people that are very detailed, they love that, right? They yeah. love typing. They're, they're typing for days, you know, or, or search warrant. I just, it, there was no high for me for that, you know? I agree. Paperwork right. is the worst. So, the 87,000 people. So, Tell us a little bit, what, what are your thoughts about that? I know you, you recently attended a seminar or something, or where were you at? That's right. Um, every single year we have, uh, with our community, we have a meeting with local um, group managers, IRS group managers in the criminal investigation unit. They will come and they will have a communication with us. They will explain what is going on with the IRS, with the service, what the trends are, uh, where the things are going. Uh, and that was a couple of weeks ago. Speaking of 87,000 uh, IRS agents, uh, that is true, almost, uh, but it's not as bad as it sounds, because uh, in the press, in the media, in social media, you see uh, there's going to be an army of IRS officers that are coming after you, they buy like five million rounds and bullets, and <laughs> they're going to knock on your door. Uh, well, not necessarily, not exactly. Uh, what people don't realize is that ever since Obama administration, IRS funding has been cut steadily every single year, and okay. it got so bad that... Last year, IRS was able to answer only 10% phone calls. They are literally in a state of collapse. They short on people because of people retiring, because of COVID, because of everything else in between. They need people to function properly. And not just to collect the taxes to um, solve, like let's say when your um, stimulus check gets bounced, you have to call IRS, you have to find out. There is nobody there to work it. When your tax refund gets stuck, uh, there is nobody to work it. Uh, when your tax return is not being processed and you're not getting your money, somebody in IRS actually has to go and pull your file and fix it, and there is not enough people to do that. So hiring more people actually could benefit a lot of people. It's not about collecting ta um, you know, taxes. It's all about helping taxpayers as well. Also remember uh, that um, about 50% of workforce at IRS is about to retire within the next five years. 50? 50%. That's about, I would say, 35, 37,000 people. 70 to 80% of IRS workforce is due to retire within the next 10 years. So they're going to be depleted. So that 87,000, most of all, they're going to go uh, to replace the people who are retiring and to improve the customer service. Uh, they're not going to go out there in the field to, you know, to collect the taxes. Right. They're going to be people who are looking at IT structure because IRS is suffering when it comes to technology. They're going to be people who answer the phones. So instead of 10%, maybe they can answer like 80% of phone calls. Right. So that's where the most of funding is going to go. The question is, will they be able to hire those people to begin with? And that's a big if. 
But people don't want to work right now either. <laughs> and IRS is not offering competitive wages to begin with either. I mean, I think their start, starting salary is like twenty-seven thousand dollars a really? year. I mean, what? Who's going to go and work there? Oh for that my much god! Money? You yeah. can you can make more at McDonald's. Exactly, I just saw yeah. a sign: McDonald's is paying twenty bucks an hour or something yeah. like that. It's crazy. And plus, uh, think about it: they need people who can solve the complex tasks. And that requires college degree, and the college degrees, um, the, the graduation rates have been steadily declining. And in today's market, the corporations are going to offer people flexible schedules, work from home, all those benefits, safe environment, safe spaces. IRS is going to offer none of that. It's going to be high pressure, stressful environment with very low pay. Who are they going to hire? Oof. I'm Just laughing like when, you, when you go to Lake Mead, they have like a box where you have to pay. Yeah. Like, um, what do you call that? Like, it's on the honor system? The honor system. That's what yeah. the IRS should be like, an honor system. We, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is right now. There's no agents in general. Did, did you ever owe the money? I owe them. I try not to owe money. Well, what happens when I retired, right? I retired from police work. They gave me, in Pennsylvania, it's really messed up their, their retirement because, yes, you get a pension every month for the rest of your life, but they give you your money back that you put in. It doesn't even make sense. So you get a lump sum of money when you retire. So I did take tax money out when I retired, but then when I redid my tax at the end of the year, I still owed about five grand. I, I guess it put me in a different tax bracket or, or whatever. But people don't know. You, you could get on a payment plan if you want. A am I right? I mean, that people don't so realize that. They think you got to pay them five grand right up front. You, you can be on a payment plan. I say it all the time. People get scared when they think they're going to owe. They, yeah. Sometimes they don't even file tax returns because they're so afraid, intimidated about what's right. going to happen. But Absolutely no. They're They'll work with you. Yeah. yeah, they will work with you. They're yeah. actually very flexible when it comes down to payment plans. Right. There's going to be some late filing penalties and everything else, late payment penalties, but I always tell people, even if you cannot pay, file tax return. And the reason why, if you file and cannot pay, the penalty is like half percent a month. Right. If you don't file, don't pay. Penalty is 5% a month, 10 times more. Oh, my God. So even if you can't pay, file. You know, I'm confused with one thing. I always hear people say like, oh, I, I didn't file my 2019 I didn't do my two thousand like, like it, to me like maybe I'm more of a. We, we normally do our taxes. I don't know if as a, as a cop like if they ever check like if you didn't do your taxes. Listen, I think you have to do your taxes, right? I think believe it or not, you can Google this. I believe two years ago the Baltimore police chief was arrested for not filing taxes. He ended up losing his job because he didn't file taxes for like ten years. So, like who does that? What, like when people say that, like what, what does that mean? Like in your world, like do. Like they just didn't, I mean, you could still file it as an estimate in general, you know what I'm saying? Uh, well, that would be incorrect uh, tax return. And technically, you're not supposed to do that. Okay. But it's better than nothing sometimes. Mm -hmm. So, what, I mean, what is the penalty? Like, if, if it's two years ago or three years ago, what is the tax return like? Like, what's the penalty? Uh, the maximum penalty, uh, if, it, if there is no fraud, if there is no willful you know, neglect, uh, the penalty is a maximum 25%. Plus, right now, it's a 5% interest. So 25% is the what? Uh, off the balance owed. 25% balance owed, and that's as a penalty. As a penalty, and that accumulates every so single month. So if you month. owe $5,000, it's 25% of the 5000 And then it goes every single month. Every single month, it goes 25% or? 25% max per year. So max next year, year okay. it's when the clock resets and it goes up. So what do you think it is? It's just people just, I mean, there's so many places. You can go to Walmart, right? And you could basically do your tax return. Mm -hmm. H&R Block, all these places, right? right? It's, what's the cheapest place to do taxes? One of those shops, yeah, in the Walmart. Walmart. Yeah. It's like 50 bucks? My girlfriend does my taxes. Hopefully she did them right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I just don't understand that. Have, have you heard other people say that? What? Like they haven't done their taxes? Like oh, my God. I know a person, honestly, I'm not going to say their name, has told me they have not filed taxes in seven years. 
I've seen that done before. I, what's going to happen? I mean, they're going to end up going to do jail. They, am I right? They eventually, like, what happens with that? Uh, well, it depends. IRS doesn't like to put people in the jail, but every year they will take, you know, a couple hundred people. They make an example of them. Usually right. it's somebody who's high profile. You know, right. You know, see, uh, you heard probably about Wesley Snipes and, uh, you know, all yeah, those yeah. people. Yeah. Yes. I mean, these celebrities, millionaires, I don't get it. Yeah. yeah they make mistakes. Uh, but I eventually we'll catch up with you. Yeah. Sooner or later we'll catch up with you. What, yeah. What's the story with Wesley Snipes? He owed money. He didn't do tax returns. Like, what? The guy's got millions of dollars. What is the guy doing? Mm. I haven't followed it too closely, but okay. I think he took a position that he's not subject to federal taxation because, you know, he's... Sovereign citizen? Something <laughs> like that along those lines. Yeah, and eventually, well, that didn't work out very well for him. Because he did, I think he did, we have to look at that, he did jail time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he went to jail. Yeah. Who, name some people that like are celebrities that you know I, know. I know one right off, and you guys don't watch the show, but the Jersey Shore, okay. that show, mm-hmm. uh, Mike, the situation on the Jersey Shore, he went to jail for like a year. For really? tax evasion, yeah, Yuri. I guess these celebrities get so. Oh, and the guy from Survivor, the one guy that won Survivor. Yeah, a million he, bucks. Yeah. yeah, he went to jail. He went to jail. Could you imagine? You win a million bucks. Ah, I'm not going to pay taxes. You know. I mean, it's crazy. I don't, I don't know why these celebrities think they could basically just get away with, you know, not paying taxes, right? Yeah. Well, it's they not. think that they just uh, they made it. I think what it is. <laughs> Where did would we get they a new person? They made it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's Beja. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, I took your seat. So, today. what do you th- what do you think, Beja? Why, why do you think these people that are very wealthy people? Why do you think they're not paying taxes? You know, it's crazy. Part of being the the problem solver, we've had a lot of people on here, and uh, one of them is um, Larissa. God for I can't even say her last name. I'm not even gonna try. Drobiter. <laughs> Drob- so go ahead. Drobiter, yes. Uh, shout out to you, lady. Um, she she understands. I mean, I think even Michael Jackson's family. They also they, they didn't do anything you right. know with their money after death. I don't I don't know. I just chimed in. Sorry, everyone. No, but okay. um, I think that's what we're talking about here. Yeah. And um, I think people just think as soon as they make it or they're getting this amount of money, that they they just don't know how to handle it or what to do with it. Really. Well, did you see and Shakira they, they too? Think, Oh, yeah. Shakira? Shakira, Spain. Get out of here. She didn't pay taxes in Spain. She's going to trial. Yeah. She's going to trial. She's going to go to jail. You're Shakira. Fucking kidding me. No. Mm-hmm. You know she knows six languages. Mm-hmm. That shit's crazy. Yeah. She no way. Tra- she's that smart, and she didn't fucking. She do didn't that. file her taxes. You know what? Sometimes you know, but I just feel that's where the education part comes in. And that's why I'm glad that you're here. You know, is uh, to get um, the word out and so, for everybody to be aware and to get educated and. And that you know you are a resource. You are a resource, and for people to reach out because um, it's extremely important. So it says Shakira will face a tax fraud trial in Spain. It's a Spanish judge on Tuesday approved. The but like, trial. how long has it been though? Can you go, can you tell me more about it? It's been for a while. Yeah, they tried to. Um, I mean, I think a year. Okay, like you fuck up a year. But oh, like no. after two, three, four, five years, it's like I oh, know her eh. problems are way bigger than that. <laughs> right? Why? Says, what do you think? It says um, between 2012 and 14, by failing to pay 14.5 million euros, uh, Spanish prosecutors have claimed that they have sufficient evidence to prove that the singer lived in the country during the three-year stretch. Yeah, she denied the allegations. Recent interview in the magazine, singer said she did not settle with Spanish authorities because she has evidence proving that she did not spend enough days in the country during that period to be considered a resident for tax purposes. But everything that we spend, we have to keep track of, right? Because I feel like I, I keep all my tax. But I that's keep not about my... her spending. Uh, she took a position that she established a tax home somewhere in the Bahamas or something like that, uh, and that's why she was not subject to uh, Spanish taxation. But Spanish, Spanish authorities, they located her, like hairdresser, like people who work because for her. Because she resides there? 
or uh, well, she is a has resident, a residence there. In the shape of residence of Spain, but she claimed that she was not in the Spain. Well, Spanish authorities located people who serviced her in Spain, and they assess now that she spent more than. 200 days in Spain or something like that. So she should be resident of Spain. Oh, so yeah. She probably, Every, yeah. You know, they all like to get real specific, so I'm sure. But she's trying, I think Bahamas, right, the whole point of taxes. Yeah. A lot of people go to Bahamas, right, to save money. So she's saying her residency is there, but she basically was hanging out in Spain for... She was flying way too often, yeah. I mean. But someone must have, like, reported her or something, right? Like, Do you think that that's what happened? Oh, there's way too many ways for that to happen. Yeah, and she's a high-profile individual with a lot of money, so uh, I'm sure somebody in the Spanish IRS yes. was, pay looking, up. Yes. Pay was looking at that. Uh. And, and <laughs> Or they caught someone mm -hmm. somewhere along the lines who worked for her, and they struck the deal. You testify against Shakira, we'll cut you luck. And that's some, sometimes that happens. So, Beja, one of the things, so, so he actually is an IRS agent. He's okay. an active IRS agent. So what I asked him to do was to go through all our tax returns to basically see what you know if our taxes were okay and stuff like that so isn't I, that a little confidential no i'm kidding <laughs> so let's go through each one of us i know that you went through different tax let's go through beige's tax oh, what did you see when you, looked, when you looked into i'm suing i'm just kidding <laughs> what did you see when you looked into her turns oh i've noticed you hit the jackpot most recently in dodis or something like that 1700 i have not done shit <laughs> you know what I love? I like Beja, man. She's never meant to anything, man. She wants her rights read to her, right? You ain't meant anything. Let me, let me find out. This is uh... what else, well, else, well Beja, you did win that money, right? So me and you, me and you talked the last podcast that we were. Yeah. Doing. You, know, you like to play poker, and so I told you I was like, hey, you know, I've gotten into a little something, right? Right. And and I believe that like I I really do have like luck, like it's crazy, like my. <laughs> No, fuck this. I'm just going to say it. I mean, who cares? Uh, five what? spot, six spot, seven spot. And I'm like, okay, this is something I've dibbled and dabbled or whatever. And you're like, basically, if you can do that, you can play poker. Like, let's fucking play poker together because it's more strategic and not like we're, yes. we're depending on a slot, right? Yes. First of all, let me say, in my 29 years of life and with my family having, you know, gambling problems or, or anything like that it's really surprising to me that in the last month and a half that i have been um it, it has been a little fun i think that i'm a little more like aware like i feel like i know algorithms but i know i can't beat the machine um i know that um that is taxable because um and i that's why i never wanted to hit a seven spot because, <laughs> because i print that shit out yes um and so um anyways i i do have two and um, I know that I'm going to have to eventually do that. Um, I do keep all of my receipts now that, you know, I want to become, you know, an independent contractor and, and, and do all those things. And I know that, um, you know, it just changes for people, you know, especially with their careers. You know, you get paid through an employer. Um, that's it, it, it just they take care of all of that. Pretty you know much. what I mean? And so now that you have to take care of it yourself, it gets a little difficult. Um, how, how much money is it when you win? Is it over twelve? I remember one time I did keno. I never play. It's twelve hundred dollars or fourteen hundred dollars. What's the on a slot machines? It's twelve hundred dollars. At twelve hundred dollars. At twelve. It's twelve non-tax. Deduct. Yeah. Well, it's, it's twelve non-reported. It's still taxed. Is it again? Uh, it's still taxable income if it's under twelve hundred dollars. It's just not reported to IRS. So here's a question. So, but what's reported is when you sign, and so when it's over thirteen, correct? 
At 12.01, right? At 12.01, it kicks in, yeah. I heard 13, so somebody lied to me. Okay, so here's a question for you. So at 12.01, so I think I won $1,400, but I kept playing, and then I went down to 11.85, right? Then you're fine, as long as you're below 1,200. No, because once you hit a certain jackpot, they have to cash you out. It's called a jackpot. It's it's a little bit more complicated than that, because if you hit the jackpot, you're going to get this W2G. And whether you lost money or not, you still have to report in your tax return. I'm confused. If I'm playing and I'm at 1400 right? I win $1,400, but I'm still playing. And now I leave and it's $983. You tell me I still have to pay taxes on the money even though I didn't? If you hit the jackpot and got that W2G, it goes in your tax return no matter if you lose money or not. But with Kino specifically, you just get a ticket at the end, right? Like I didn't, someone's not coming over to give you like a cash, like you keep on playing. You're the expert. I, you're the expert. I, think, I, I don't fucking. I just started. I don't know. I don't. I would know. say you're still get. You won at twelve hundred. It's gonna be there's gonna be a record. What do you do when you play poker? Like what happens when you hit something? Well, well, here, here's the thing with poker, and I was gonna. He's and it's a gonna different identity. This, when he's I was gonna bring this up to you. They actually like if you go to the World Series of Poker. They actually have a booth there where a guy does just taxes for poker players. Okay, so they at because there is uh, so there's someone on site available for you in there. Here's and I, I think I was telling you this last week. I don't know if you believe me or not, but there is professional mm-hmm. poker players. They are professional oh, yeah, no, totally. gamblers. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a whole there's a there's an expo there. I yes, mean, people come. It's a uh, sorry, not That's expo, right. but tournament. Yeah, of course. And what they do is, and here's the thing how poker players get away. Now, if you play a tournament, okay, you get the certain amount of chips, and then there's winnings at the end. But if you play cash, right, you can win $1,100, $1,200, but you have to go to the cage to cash out. So guys will cash out 300 keep the other money so they don't get hammered for that. Do you know what I'm saying to you? They'll cash out a little bit at a and time. And that's what people do. And that's right. what, honestly, just in the, li- I swear, and like, I would say at the most a month and a half. Okay. That, like, that's what people say. And that's why yeah. I've never wanted to hit that, even though I played that, which is stupid. Um, To, like, pocket it and, and, and not get, you know, yeah. uh, that, that taxed, whatever. But if you're saying it's a whole other ballgame, people are fucking lying to me, then I want to know the truth. And honestly, um, that <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying but you could deduct like if you lost in gambling too you could deduct that of what you can want she, can she deduct drive time and driving in my i life? can deduct what i've lost yes get the <laughs> to a degree to Let's a put degree. this way. There's different ways to do that. Uh, okay, so professional gamblers is just a whole we different need game, you. Ball game. Right. <laughs> so many people need you. Yes, I agree. This is Vegas. We I know. like we need you. That's why I have a job. Can you reintroduce <laughs> <laughs> can, can you can you in Vegas, right? Can Vegas. you reintroduce yourself? <laughs> so just, actually just I be, can't pronounce so, his last name, so. so so just to recap, so this is Vlad, but he's I want right? to recap one thing which is very confusing. So we're just joking with you. He's not a IRS agent. Oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> now, he is an enrolled... Well, it's funny, actually. He helps people. No, no, no like, hold on. Like, like with their taxes. By the way, it's funny. If she thought that he was an IRS agent, the way that she's speaking, I'd be, like, a little nervous. Right. But she wasn't nervous, it appears. Beijing don't Nah, I need he, to okay, know. So he's an... an I need to th- know. A little bit, it's a little bit confusing. Because he's I've... A, he's an enrolled agent with the IRS... So basically, if you owe money for taxes, he's like a he's going to find out. He's, he's going to help no, you. No, no, he's going to represent you. He's going to represent with the IRS you. in order to negotiate and do damage control. So okay. when you get your bill for five thousand dollars for Kino, and you don't <laughs> pay I'm your not, taxes, I'm, I'm definitely not going to have to pay that much. Um, he will help you. He's but he's not working for the IRS. He works for you as a liaison. What would you say, liaison? So, so you're not okay. Okay, so he does tax returns as well, right? Biden right now is doing the student 
debt relief thing. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's already, I mean, come on. The, the, what was it? The PUA, the EDD, like all, all that extra stuff that people were doing fraud on. Okay, now they're starting to like crack down on the student loans. Right. So, so you're saying that you would be a representative of the person that was doing fraud? Not fraud. Just if the, it's a fraud, it's a criminal. Then yeah. you need an attorney, and I yeah. will not touch that. And you're not but okay, any, okay. anything else. Audit collections, IRS collections. I mean, uh, yeah. That's so what during we do. so here's a question for you. So during COVID, Beja got seven scholarships and school loans for colleges. She <laughs> never went to during COVID. Can you help? Not just. <laughs> That's she's no got different. like she's got seventeen loans. I don't loans. fuck around like that. She got seventeen loans. For I don't fuck around like that. And the college was even open. But there was a lot of fraud during the COVID area. <laughs> I was oh, I, I was I was yeah. showing was, up in she was, school. She was homeschooling herself <laughs> with the scholarship money that she got from the government. I hate you guys so, so much. Just COVID. Oh, don't get me started. That's right, so, oh wait, why? Uh, why? Why? Uh, well, you remember those PPP programs, the yeah. and everything else. I was people... watching everybody else. Ball. Well, there's a new one. There's a new one in town. Let's take some notes. Where we pick up this cash? Uh, it's a new one, and they estimate it's a two trillion problem tax fraud going on. Two trillion. Two trillion, not okay. billions. Two trillion. Okay. And it's employee wow. retention credit, ERCs. And you probably heard on social heard media, hey, you know, if you have employees, we will have twenty-six thousand dollar grant per employee just apply. And they couldn't. Know. They couldn't get rid of them, right? Well, you have to retain the employees. Yes, yes, that's what I mean. Yes. I heard okay. it was forgivable, though. Like, what Trump did was... It's totally like... different. It's a new thing. Okay. Well, okay. kind of old new thing. Yeah. We'll ta- let, let's talk about it. So, there um, those fraud mills popping up, like, you know, like a mushrooms after the rain. And they're promising business owners up to $26,000 per employee, as long as they kept employees, and the government grants. What they don't tell them that qualifications are very, very steep, uh, but the process is rather automatic. So when you apply, you know, if you put your paperwork together, the government most likely than not is going to give you money. Then they might audit you and ask for money back. And they now estimate that it's about $2 trillion problem. Last month, IRS audited a bunch of those claims, and they found like almost 90% fraud rate. So now they put in task force. Of oh uh, criminal investigation, IRS collections, uh, as many people as they can pull to focus just on that. So if you're a business owner, you claim their credit, something is coming your way. And what's fucked up, honestly, during that time is that I, I honestly witnessed a lot of people that did not have any kind of those businesses. I mean, they went to nail salons, hair salons, they did all kinds of things, you know. And I know people that actually like had a legitimate business and, and this shit was taken from them. Because there wasn't enough. It's a big problem, yeah. It's fucked up. A little bit. And so I always thought like, oh, okay. And because I heard that, I mean, when, you know, Trump put it in place that it was like a forgivable loan kind of kind of thing, you know, I was like, there's no fucking, they're getting away with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I had at least one thought in my head that was like, well, let me try it. <laughs> well, Everybody a, else around well, me is doing some, it. Let me, let me try f- it. Some are forgivable and some were not. True that. Yeah. yeah. By the way, so I'll just share a story. In regards to the employee retention credit, I just have, I happened to speak to a company because they were talking about lawyers basically that if there's operational changes that you're allowed to get this employee retention credit, there was money that was given to businesses, right, or law firms, different places, right, as long as they've to retain employees. Mm-hmm. And they're calling a lot of people, right? They're businesses that are calling a lot of people saying, hey, did you get the employee retention credit? If not, we could help you. And they get like a percentage of money for mm-hmm. doing the service, right? So you're saying a lot of people did that fraudulently, and it's still going on right now. That's oh, still, yeah. It's still going on because massive, you could still yeah. apply for that. So if you're like, I, I, since I deal with a lot of attorneys, since you're, if you're a law firm and you had 30 employees, 
but I heard it's different. It's not just the loss of money. If you had any type of operational changes, right? Mm -hmm. You familiar with that? If a local government shut you down, let's mm -hmm. say like in Nevada, uh, the government is selected okay. in order to shut down the businesses, that would qualify. Um, but like CCD requirements, guidelines, they are not qualifying events. So it's a very complex application that people don't realize um, how many things are involved in the process. Uh, so they rely on advice on those, you know, you know those uh, ERC advisors, meals, advisors, advisors right? yeah, that just right here out of thin air, like yesterday. Uh, they apply for those uh, money, thinking that that's okay, but unfortunately it's not okay. The, uh, the biggest problem is it's not that you receive the money and gonna have to pay it back. Those meals are gonna take 20 to 30% uh, of the money you receive as their fee, and guess what? They're not gonna give it back to you. They're gonna disappear tomorrow as soon as this you know, bonanza is over. And also, once you apply for that, and if you get audited, your application get audited, IRS is going to audit the entire business, not just this application. And they're Ugh. going after people right now, like in full swing. That's, that's a big problem. So, Can you elaborate a little more on that? Um, like, because, like, I mean, you're going after the business. They're going to audit business, everything, not just your application. Not just the loan he's saying, the whole business. The whole thing, yeah. For the entire year, sometimes expanded for three years, uh, mm -hmm. it's going to be painful. So here's a question for you. I, for what I've always heard, that it's not you can't go back more than three years is there any exceptions mm, technically what it is is irs has uh three years to assess the tax so usually they uh if they audit you they will audit it only last three years if they find some like willful neglect or some crime criminal activity going on they usually expand it to six years and then if there is like you know complete fraud then they can go off to 10 years so for the most people if it's just three years. It's just a three years, yeah. Right. Three years is good enough. By the way, um, a few text messages coming in from Superfans. Oh, gosh. So Superfan Jason said the casino cage... Let's see, we casino have cage, another... We have the more. The casino cage mm -hmm. doesn't report cash out of under $10,000. No. Wait. I don't know if that's true or not. I, I think that's it's... True. True? I, I think wait, wait, he's wait. right. So, yeah, I think that, he's what right. What does that mean? How does that like... So there is a difference between heat and jackpot. Because you guys just gave me on, shit over 1700 so the Well, fuck? there's a difference. When you play like a Kino slot machine, so if you hit the jackpot uh, to a certain limit, you're going to get that form, tax form, W2G. Correct. It doesn't matter how you play cash, not cash, whatever it is. But if you go to cage and just cash what out is your cage? Uh, That's when you go take your chips to cash in. Like if you're playing poker. That's how I know you're not a gambler. That's table games. <laughs> table games. Okay. Yeah, you Normally, can, Beja has an assistant yeah. that does that when she's gambling. So she's never really. Uh, so you can cash like 100 grand. I don't think they, they're going to ask for anything, to be honest. Well, see, they don't know what how much money you put on the table either. Danny. I'm telling you, they don't know how much money you put I'm on the table. I'm coming with you. <laughs> <laughs> they, and that's how poker players get away with this, honestly. I'm coming with you. <laughs> because, they, I mean, you buy in at the cash table for $1,000 and then you cash out for four. You could tell them, hey, I bought in for three. <laughs> You know what I mean? I only want a grand. I, I yeah, I, I agree. It's hard to decide at the you know to cage what you want, right? Exactly but on a slot right. machine, you know what you want. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So there's different rules for table games mm -hmm. and for slot machines for electronic. Beige is going to be a professional poker player next year. She'll be in the World Series. You're going you're gonna to have to spot. Dave sponsored me in the World Series this year, and he sponsored John Orlando. We're gonna we're gonna definitely get Beige in the World Series this year, right, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> no, you heard that. Hopefully. You heard that. The World Series starts in May. He he just said yes. Yes. Okay. This is live. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Because I'm gonna make you guys some fucking money. All right. All right. So, by the way, um, <laughs> you know, I guess it's probably good for you to tell some stories. If it, you tell hypothetical stories of what people 
have done hypothetically, like unusual stories or differences. But I wanted to share, um, it was kind of interesting. Um, <laughs> Superfan Steve, what he wrote what before he, he came on the show, because I mentioned, you know, I'm going to read it verbatim, you know, because, you know, please, kind of funny. He says, IRS sucks. I had to fight them <laughs> one year when I was married. They were out of Ogden, Utah, fucking pain in the asses, but I beat them. It took six months, and then they finally backed down and said, fuck it, and threw the towel in. But my tax guy at the time was giving them shit and kept sending them stuff. But they were really fucking petty, and they always keep changing the laws, but the, the piece of shit that owes millions gets away with it. But the poor and the middle class gets really fucked by it then. It's a completely fucked up system. Why you need, <laughs> why do you need that on the podcast? And you both can't, you can't solve anything. <laughs> <Don't we laughs> <can't>. <laughs> this is, That's hilarious. This is super fan, Steve. Listen, <laughs> we have a guy that hates our guts. I mean, he hates he, us. He hates him, but like he watches us every week. <laughs> he likes, but he hates like us. us. He does. It, I think he. Hates I would Dave think the most. that that's like probably <laughs> a compliment. Not even that, but probably like fifty percent of the people that watch. <laughs> <laughs> I think they like us. They don't like Dave. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes they say you have Just to be. Busting, uh, yeah. You have to. Like Pitbull says something like that. You know, like when you, when people dislike you, must be doing something right. That's true. So, question for you is: all, all uh, publicity is good publicity. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so here's my question: Is the whole IRS system? I mean, is, I mean, is everything basically just messed up right now? It's in total shock. It's in total collapse. Yeah. IRS. Like, what does that mean? I mean, are we like everyone always talks about like, Venezuela and like. I mean, with money, I mean, I mean, people mentioned about gasoline going up to $10. I mean, it was going back down. It seems stable. Now it's going back up. I mean, I, I never really watched my tank and I drive a larger car because of the three kids, but I just, I feel it more. You know, I, definitely I feel it. I would it. love to have that problem. Oh, I just never really look at my tank. No, I'm saying I don't like, now I see, you know, it's costing I feel more it. money. I mean, I definitely feel it. I never really like, you know, you put in gas, you, you know, you have to put gas in the car to go to work or go to school or do something, right? So, yep. but now I'm feeling, I'm like, and if I have a different car that's smaller, I'm like, maybe I'll change the car, which I never thought that way because a Chevy Suburban is very expensive, you know, um, to be driving around if you're one person. If you have a different car that's better on gas mileage, right? And then you see more people with electric cars. So I guess my thing is, I just feel like I definitely feel it. But even with the electric charge, aren't those prices going up as well? Yep. With electric. Which right. Is, mm -hmm. I mean, basically, I mean, all of it's not, not a good situation. We're all, we're all fucked. Like, that's why everyone's just staying home and not working, because it's just cheaper. Right? <laughs> Sometimes. You don't make money. You don't have expenses. And, and then with the court system, right, you could just not pay rent in six or eight months from now, and then there's CHAPS and all the other programs that are out there not being negative against if anybody needs it. But, you know, a lot of people are fraudulently using these uh, nonprofit programs to basically just benefit themselves and not work. I mean, even at the, I laugh at the strip club, um, at Cheetahs, it says they're hiring people now that just show up. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> which is some good marketing in general. But I mean, people just not showing to work. That's why McDonald's is 20 bucks an hour. It's like supply and demand in regards to labor. Man, I say this all the time. Literally, pre-COVID, it was, you're lucky you have a fucking job. Mm -hmm. And now post-COVID, it's, the, the you're lucky I'm even showing yeah, up. Exactly. It's, that's a sad state of but reality. But I guess, I guess here's a good question. This is a good question for all of us. Why is it that the employees are not going to work is because they still have that COVID money that they don't need to go to work or they're just not paying rent? I don't understand. I, really th I think on. people are sick of bad wages. Honestly, I, I, I really do. And uh, he, here's the big thing, okay? Feeling Pe unappreciated. Yes. I mean, the teachers. People the are teacher. sick of getting paid nothing, okay? And, and these companies, if you look at these companies, right, they have to keep rehiring, rehiring because people quit because they're not getting paid enough and they go somewhere else. How about to all the businesses out there, how about you pay a decent wage and then the employee stays? 
How about that one? It's yeah. called fucking appreciation. Yeah, I mean, like you're paying crap. People aren't working your crap jobs anymore. Pay right. That's true. But I guess the question, so fine, even McDonald's at 20 bucks an hour, 21, 22, whatever it may be. I guess the question is, are they still looking for people? You know, I mean, or is it now like a certain wage? I guess here's the thing. What are the people doing to support themselves to have the money? They don't need, I mean, what, so need they money, right? still don't have to pay out. Oh, is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying like, like right are now, they still these... looking for people so they still don't have to like pay out? Like, oh, yeah, we'll pay two, three people 21, but it, it, it like evens out. And so we don't have to hire a bunch of people. Is that what you're saying? No, I guess what I'm saying is this. If people aren't working and then they don't want to go to work because they don't feel whether it's appreciated or the money, how are they getting by? I have no idea, to be honest with you, because unless uh, they're living with family members that are working, I talked to so many business mortgage. owners, and everybody is struggling to hire people, and they will pay decent wages. Yeah, uh, like they doubled their wages in the last year or two, and they're still struggling to find people to work. And that's I have no idea how people be getting by. At first, I thought it was stimulus money or maybe people making fortune in crypto, but now that's A not stimulus. even stimulus. We all know that that wasn't shit. That was horrible. Well, <laughs> if you think about stimulus, unemployment compensation, some families unemployment, like, I would say. If for quite if some anything, time, yeah. yeah. More. No, there's some people. If you were married, like two people, mm -hmm. I mean, I think they were making like five thousand a month. More they were than making that. more money. It was more than, more than that, yeah. But that only lasted for so many months. It paid to get married for just a year. Time. It well, stimulus for, lasted it for a fucking year. <laughs> Unemployment compensation lasted for quite some time. Yes. Unemployment yeah. did. Yeah. Plus the stimulus, yeah. So people St were just sitting, staying home. There was no oh, reason for them to go to work. Yeah. I'm going Beige, in. You, Beige, you didn't have to go to work all this time. You didn't. You I'm didn't going know. in. I'm going in. <laughs> so <laughs> to answer your question, I, I have no idea how people get by. To be honest, I was. I looked at that and I'm asking myself the same question. I have no idea. People are Ubering too and stuff like that. I guess. Okay. So here's another good question. So. um Venmo, Zelle, all these new platforms, oh, yeah. right? Like uh, you send money to different people. Can't send more than 500 now. Six. Si is it six? six? Okay, six. So you can't send more than 600. Well, yes, you can, but you will be 1099 at the end of the year. Yep. And that's going to be unpleasant surprise. Yep. <laughs> when well, did they start that? This year, 2022. So that's you can't send thing. more than 600 any of these platforms? Well, the way it's written that if you send person, like let's say you send a gift to your girlfriend, boyfriend, your grandma, whatever it is, the, uh, those Venmo, PayPal, they should not 1099 you. The problem is Venmo, PayPal will have no idea what this money is. Exactly. So I think what they're going to do, they're gonna just going to blank 1099 everyone and let you to figure out between you and IRS what you're going to do. So a lot of people who are receiving exchanging money uh, through Venmo or PayPal will get 1099s and they will need probably professional help how to reconcile in their tax returns and not get, get taxed. And later on, but nobody really knows until today. Yeah, <laughs> until you, until you know, I, right. I knew about that. The Venmo. So you're saying Venmo, Zelle, all these different platforms. This all never existed before, right? People never could send money like that. No, it was a check or cash, right? Yep, check or cash. Let, yeah. Let's be honest, money's gonna go, and people don't want to hear that, but money's gonna go. Eventually. There's gonna be no more money. You're not gonna have no money in your pocket. It's gonna be credit cards, Venmo, crypto. All. Of I that. thought about that the other day. I was just thinking about that, like. All this cash that we have, like we don't even use day, it. One day we're just gonna have like this chip, like that just like shows like our whole fucking life. It's gonna be building your arm. That's what they're saying. Yeah, that's what they're saying. You know who this is bad for? People that commit crimes. They can't rob you anymore. You have no money on you. Oh, they will figure out cybercrime. Yeah, I guess that's about it. But <laughs> at least you're safe no, you there. Hold, no, you or or like hot. drug dealers that yeah. are like just cash. No, you, <laughs> you, hold, well, you hold someone hostage and you say Ven. I believe this happened before Venmo money. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think it. You're like, right. Take out your phone. Yeah, but then there's a recognition. But I guess the question is... I mean, we're doing that with our, people, our business cards these days. Mm -hmm. sure. But you could set up fake accounts, Zelle accounts, yeah, right? Yeah, I guess and you can. Accounts and send money, then you go to the ATM. You, 
You transfer the money, right? Yeah, I guess. I, mean, I, I guess the, right? These are the times, people. These are the you know, times. It's, it's amazing <laughs> just with technology, right? Whether it's criminal activity or regular, you know, like there's a lot of things that are changing. What are regards to Bitcoin about people, Bitcoin paying taxes? I, I have Bitcoin. Do you, you do it? Yeah, he's got about 500 Bitcoins. The only reason I'm on Bitcoin, and I'm going to be honest with you, because I play poker on some offshore accounts, and it's easier for me to use Bitcoin to play on them sites. How like does, I play that, on a how site does it work Costa for, ta- for taxes? Does he have to pay offshore accounts? This guy's doing a lot of offshore stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He's like offshore laundering, laundering if, uh, money or via poker. Listen, and you're the by, expert. And his screen name is Jackoff, right? Is can we, can we talk after the, the podcast? Yeah, certainly. <laughs> but be, be, careful, be careful with the offshore accounts because uh, that's actually a bigger problem than non-filing tax returns. If you have any financial account outside the United States, you're supposed to report it uh, to US Treasury yeah, and on your tax return. Stuff. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, so, Shakira's um, like situation. Shakira, something similar, yes. Uh, but the penalties there if you don't do that astronomical yeah and they probably will not go away it's so hard to get rid of those penalties so um that's that's a problem for expats people who come from foreign countries or located in the united states and they keep those accounts they don't realize that once they become u.s resident guess what yeah you're on a hook for everything but you would agree with me i mean paper money is gonna go I mean, it's a matter of time. It's just like cable TV. Cable TV is on its way out. I'm keeping my coins. Hey, money's on its way out. I think federal cryptocurrency is coming. Yeah, I agree with you. Yep, I totally agree with you. My quarters are going to be worth millions. Federal cryptocurrency is coming. Federal cryptocurrency. Because China already uh, using federal crypto, whatever the the state communist party, like I call it yet. Other countries experimenting. Russia is doing it. Uh, They have a pilot program. I think United States, they discuss it a number of times. They wanted to go with Bill Gates and his cryptocurrency, but he right. wanted to have a control like in, over Switzerland accounts. Right. And they said, no, we will control it. And they couldn't agree. But eventually it will come. It will come. What, um, okay, so give us some uh, tips in regards to, um, I guess, just taxes. Like, what, Give us some tips. I think I asked this almost 18 months ago. You know, um, Give us some tips in regards to people. How do you prevent having the IRS knock on your door? A lot of people knock on Bezos' doors. So we want to make sure prevent. <laughs> we want to prevent people the IRS. Oh, you got a dirty look on that one. I, I, we Honestly, to, I've always IRS. been. I've always been legit. She's so always. If you, it doesn't knock on the door. Normally, she's like, "Are you guys the IRS?" No. <laughs> Say that you guys. That, that has never been an issue never for been me. Issue. <laughs> it's not the IRS. It's, it could be other things. <laughs> so here's a question for you. Tell us how do we keep the IRS from knocking on Bezos' door? Give us some tips. <laughs> That's what we'll call this this episode. Well, number one. Are we sponsored this by Premier Physical Therapy? (laughs) Number one, as I mentioned it before, file tax returns. File tax returns. That's that's going to help you a lot. Beja's got to take notes. Let me give you, hold on. Even if you cannot pay a tax, file. Beja's going to take some notes here. (laughs) This is more important for you, Beja. Go ahead. File tax returns. Even if you cannot pay, file tax returns because your penalties are going to be literally like 10 times less. No shit. You cannot pay. Number two, um, do them quarterly so that you don't have to catch up. Number two, uh, if you have anything going on in your life, anything of complexity, uh, um, don't try to do it yourself. TurboTax is the worst video game ever. By the way, everyone always says, oh, I do TurboTax, save money. I can do TurboTax. I know I do my own taxes. I love TurboTax. Give me so much business to correct those returns. I don't understand why people. Is it really that bad? People are so bad. Like he's saying, my girlfriend does my. I mean, she does. does Dude, you can DIY. Like you pay these taxes. Why would I do it? Because I don't want to do it. No, but like you should have, like I always There's hire people at the DMV but see, like, that literally make so much money just for ha- just to have somebody but I, my, sign off the paper simple. that they could do themselves. You, you have a business. I don't. Mine's simple. It's a W-2. I mean, I don't think she's going to screw no, that you, up. No, <laughs> you but, know what I mean? But no, explain. Like if, if he has, even if he has a W-2 or a pension or whatever it may be. 
Oh yeah, my pension. There's always new laws that. that are changing. There's always things that you can deduct, right? Like this mileage couple of years, this couple of years, uh, things have changed so many times, and sometimes retroactively, that a lot of people got burned by doing taxes themselves, not because they did something wrong, it's because the laws got so ever more complex, and they've changed so many times that... Uh, like, I think anyone that says TurboTax, anyone says, like, my girlfriend, you might as well say my cat, my dog does my taxes. I mean, what is your, what is your, she went to school... She's done my taxes. We've been together 13 you? years. She's done my taxes for 13 years. I bet you if you reviewed... <laughs> I bet you... One thing right now, I bet you... I would bet you money on this. If he reviewed your taxes... I guarantee that you probably have more money coming back to you because he knows he's educated in regards to that. Like you want an expert to do that stuff. Like I don't do my own oil changes because I'm not, a, I don't know how to do oil changes. I'm not going to play. I'm not a mechanic. I'm not going to fix the car. I'm not going to do calibration. Like, you know, like, that's not my trade. This is his trade. He's an expert. He studies it every day. Uh, let, text messages. let me tell you why people do it. You want to hear why people do it? Cause it costs me nothing. It's going to cost me four or 500 bucks. No, it shouldn't it. because the money that you're getting back, <laughs> you should be getting money back Look, from having they're, an expert. They're talking nonsense. Honestly, <laughs> let's talk about Beige's tax returns. Let's go back to her return that you re No, I hope you didn't mind. No, I, I printed out your returns <laughs> from the IRS.gov. So he, no, he did review, but just share real quickly. Were there, were I'm there not, a few I'm other not, things that I'm she needed? I'm not worried about anything. Listen, <laughs> my question is um, being the reason that you're here now, and because the laws and everything do change so much, how do people stay informed on that and like keep up to date? For the rich folks, it's virtually impossible. There is no way. Basically, if you don't oh, have. So everybody's so fucked. <laughs> I, don't the, so. I don't think the IRS says it yeah. that way, but they would say, yeah, yeah. you have some issues. Like in 2020, yeah. they've done so many changes. I calculated actually in our community, uh, they've done about 10,000 pages of changes in one year. Oh my God. And not to, so we had to study, read, and you know, mm -hmm. to read. Danny's girlfriend's very up to date. She studies that. So listen, TurboTax. So I trust. That's how complex that is. Listen, no I'll, be, to live. I'll be totally honest with you. I, I, when she does my taxes, I think to myself, boy, if she really hates me and wants to get rid of me, <laughs> I always think it. I think she could do something screwed up. And I'd be saying, oh, she did it. And the government, you know, the IRS be saying, no, you did it. You I don't know, care that she did. You know, did. there's a yeah. box that she probably presses. It says, mm -hmm. a box, please review my tax return. I think I fucked up. That's the box that she probably, <laughs> that's the box that she probably does. But no, I honestly, like don't with you think it's crazy when people say life. that? Well, like if they you say, only my have, girlfriend, she, she didn't go to school for finance or taxes. If you only have one W-2 and let's say pension, tenants and an R, you, you're going to be fine doing TurboTax. But if you have anything else going on in your life, right. I got you. And that's what I have. I have my pension, my W-2, and that's it. You know what I mean? Okay, so question. W-2 pension. Can he write stuff off? Especially during COVID the last W-2 pension, unfortunately not. There's nothing to write off? No. They cancel all the employee business expenses back in 2017, so that's pretty much straightforward clean. There's nothing he can do? Well, I haven't Donations. seen his tax returns. Donations. I feel like with everything else this guy's life, donating we're just set up every to week. fail. What's the maximum that he can donate? Uh, well, there is no limitation, but if it's over $5,000, you have to appraise it. Okay. Okay. So have you ever donated stuff throughout the year? No. <laughs> this guy's always donating his used underwear, you know, and, and socks. I sell that on eBay, no, no, man. No, 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 And I've done Jeez. this for years, like Sorry, literally years, on, even on. with my daughter, just cleaning out her stuff. I mean, there's, there's even just like a ton of clothes that like freaking brand new that she never wore. To do that and write it off on your taxes, you have to just literally itemize, it. itemize mm -hmm. but you have to itemize every fucking thing. Do you do that? To make it count. Well, I tell my clients is uh, before you take anything to Goodwill, lay down in the garage, take a picture of your cell phone, email it to yourself. I like that. Okay. That's good. There you go. So, no, do you itemize each? I mean, I donate clothes, suits, old stuff. Do you do that as well? You want me to itemize? No, do you do that? Do you itemize for your taxes? No. I, I have an uncle that does. 
you know, I, it's just, it's a lot. I like what you said. Just take a picture of it, mm -hmm. email yeah. it to yourself. But you have to itemize. You have to say 10 shirts. I mean, even suits, if you go to church. Value. You don't do that. Well, if like, you go to church and you tithe. Never did that. That's another thing <laughs> as have well. To have letter, too. You have to, like, keep track of all that. Mm -hmm. so, like, it's so much to keep track of. I don't think it's that difficult. I mean, if you're doing 10 suits, you value It's, you know, each suit maybe is five, 600 bucks. It's $5,000, right? I mean, itemizing different numbers. So you said five, over 5000 is what? You if just you have to donate itemize? overall, Would over you agree with what he just said? If you donate, to, if you donate. It doesn't, it doesn't look like you did. The look no, on your face doesn't look like you did. He's like, oh, $600, it, right? it, was, it was 600 Shirts, 30 bucks, right? Like but it's it used, like it's, you know. It's it has to be used, but it has to be in a good condition. It can't be like yeah. worn out completely. Yeah. It's not garbage. There's a lot of. What are you saying that's not right? Like, how do you itemize it? You well, technically, you're supposed to have a list. Yeah, yeah, you do the list. Yeah, you do. The well, list. You, know, you do. So, if I have five suits, are you writing out each suit, blue suit, red suit, yellow suit? No, you're writing five suits. Five bucks pairs average. of jeans, twenty bucks each, whatever yeah. it might be. Yes. So you don't have to be specific. Let and do you have to show that that's what you paid for and, and stuff like that? They like, will not ask for receipts how you obtain it. Yeah, because they know it's unreasonable. But you have to have a list of items you have donated. That's yeah. why I'm saying take a picture because if it comes down to that, you can always reconstruct that list from that picture. Correct. I love the picture concept in general. Me too. But people should donate because it's good, right? Whether it's... Uh, well, that's a position of IRS. If you donate because of you know the gr um, greatness of your heart, you shouldn't worry about deductions. But if you want to deduct it on your tax return, then you have to follow the law down to the T. Well, when you go to um, what are the places they give you a, they give you um, a piece slip. of paper, right? Yeah. A slip, and you have to fill out the slip. They give you the slip. You have to fill it out with the items that you donated, and then you Pretty give it much. to your tax preparer. Mm -hmm. If you had you a bit it itemized, if not, they're just like, oh, here's a little coupon, thirty <laughs> percent off of whatever you did. <laughs> so he gives it to his girlfriend, and the girlfriend like would. Supposed to add it to his tax return. <laughs> He's like, what? I never did that. Though. You never did that all these years. No, you don't donate clothes ever. I've never donated just, clothes. No, ever, ever. Like I just went ever. my child, Kyle. What do you do with short. the things that you don't want anymore? I throw them out. You just no, them no. Garbage? I put them in. I put them in that bag and I throw them in one of them bins. Yeah, so them that's clothes. donating. That's donation. You could get like fifty thousand dollars back. You could go buy a new car right now if you donated the last. <laughs> 20 years, you would have a brand new car. Shit, I my was trying to get into drive, the whole I, I buy my clothes, you know, at generic places. You'd be, you'd be driving a Tesla. <laughs> I'm buying oh, my clothes what at happens Walmart. when you do that? So I was, uh, I had, you know, you doing donated spring Tesla? cleaning. Listen, I had uh, done my little spring cleaning. You know, I want to be more living like minimalist and not just like having a bunch of stuff. Again, I've already done it for years as far as cleaning out my stuff. Um, and I wanted to join my community garage sale. Mm -hmm. So when you do stuff like that, um, that's different, obviously, than donating. Is there something that you have to keep track of or anything? The money that you make off of a garage sale or a yard sale? In a theory, yes. In reality, hardly anybody ever does Like, it. who the fuck knows, right? right. <laughs> it's all cash. And that's why you want a tip job, too. Okay. Mm, it depends. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> How's it depend? Is this well, it depends uh, because some businesses, mainly casinos, union jobs, they have, have a tip to, compliance, yes. oh, and okay. they At sign the that agreement, times. and then it doesn't matter how much tips you make, that's what goes in your paycheck, that's what you declare. Oh, okay. But if you don't have tip compliance, then all your tips are taxable. Yeah. Okay, we got a few minutes left. Uh, real quickly, other tax tips that you want to share? We've been kind of rambling into Tax tips. If you have any complexity on your tax return, make sure you hire a licensed tax preparer because here in the state of Nevada, to be, let's say, hairdresser, you have to have a license. To be a tax preparer, you don't have to do nothing. 
Uh, they introduced a new bond requirement for 500 bucks a couple of years back, but that's about it. So anybody can put a shingle on, on the door and say, hey, I'm a tax preparer. Make sure you vet those people. Make sure they have experience and expertise. They don't promise you the biggest tax refund. That's a huge red flag right there because they maximize your tax refund just to get your money and then it'll disappear. And if it's too cheap, you know, too good to be true, then, you know. It's too fucking good to All be right, true. All right, so the difference of using, like, these, these my lovely co-host here, I've never heard of an enrolled agent with the IRS. Why use an enrolled agent with the IRS to do your tax return compared to a regular tax preparer? Uh, experience and expertise. Okay. Yeah, because we do a lot of IRS, IRS audits, collections. We know how local IRS agents, revenue officers, tax compliance officers, how they think, what they're looking mm -hmm. for. So um, we prepare our clients for day one not to be a victim of IRS. You guys are crazy. If you guys use TurboTax, I think it's nuts. Again, it's the same thing with the car, your, you know, your life. Like you get, it's like a doctor. You, Listen, you do your own surgery. Like, you know, use a professional. Like why, why be so cheap about something like that when you want to have something professionally done? It's crazy. I just think there's so many laws that are always changing. You always get, okay, well, so much stuff has happened since COVID. Like how do you not use a professional? And if you're trying to be cheap about it in the long run, I guarantee you're losing money. Use a professional for anything. I mean, I'm, I'm not doing my own teeth. I'm not... I'm not gonna, you know, do my own filling. I'm not a dentist, right? Like with all these things, you should be using a professional. This is the reason why people have problems, is because they're being cheap about it. Like invest yeah. in yourself or your paperwork or whatever it is, you know, like. And a good professional, Danny, they're not gonna, gonna just prepare you. your tax return. They're gonna I, be your trusted advisor throughout the year. I would love to go back to like let him evaluate like your last three years, and he goes back. You should have done this. You should have done that. You would have got like four grand back. Like, I just think, like, it, people are petty in regards to the money. Even Superfan Steve saying he I used TurboTax. Do you think TurboTax, like, um, I would say, like, just doesn't give you that information, you know, as much as, like, an advisor It's a computer would, program. Like, hey, it's like TurboTax is error. only as good as your knowledge of the tax law is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a program. I mean, people use... That makes sense. Tax preparers use TurboTax, but if they know... The key is you want to find someone knowledgeable to know all the new laws and the things that are changing. That's like, the key. Like, hey, if, if we power. selected this on TurboTax... You think Grant tax, Cardone or you think like these Donald Trump is like, yeah, let me do TurboTax. Well, of course, they have a ton of money <laughs> no, coming in. They have a lot more money okay, coming in so than I have coming do in. Do you believe that? Like, do, fine. I, hopefully, your tax preparer does not use TurboTax. If they do, that's a red flag right there again. <laughs> okay, that's a good point. Oh. So you want people to use... Well, okay, so if it's a tax preparer, you shouldn't be using TurboTax. There's better programs for that. Uh, not that they're better. On a TurboTax, I don't think it's designed for tax professionals, but that means that tax professional cannot put their name on your tax return. Do and you it think it applies to a return. certain, like, you know, again, we have the lower class, the middle class, and whatever. Do you think TurboTax applies to a certain class? Uh, I don't think so, to be honest with you. Um, I think it's about complexity, not uh, how much money you make. Because you can have a million dollar job with Especially one Especially now with everything that's and going on. And it's still on. simple. I it's agree still simple. You. Or agree. you can have people who make, let's say, $20,000, but they have child tax credit, daycare credit, earn income credit, they have solar. They, to, and to, it just, it's and much it becomes, more complex it just becomes than more what complex. TurboTax is like. So it's not about black dollar and amount. Basic, yeah. Yeah. It's about okay. complexity. Okay. And sometimes you pay for what you don't know, and you don't know a lot if you don't do that for a living. I agree. Beijo, uh, any last questions for you, Beijo? For taxes? <laughs> no, I'm just saying we're, we're wrapping up. We've been talking. I mean, it's been a good conversation. I know, Beijing, you know, you have, may have questions. Uh, he wanted to know why you didn't do your 2020 tax return because he shows it's not filed. That is not true. You sure? He said he looked on it my up. life. Any, any, any years you want to talk about? No. You sure you're good? 
Yes. She's good. She won't know that mean anything. I like it. She is detailed oriented, which is good. She's good like that. I'm just messing with her. St uh, Steve just texted me. I can imagine. He said TurboTax is good. I'm going with Steve. <laughs> if you go with I Steve, that's a problem. I, I feel, Steve, I I'm with you. I always use TurboTax. Steve's afraid I, to get on a Zoom call. He should be he I should understand be the complexity that, that, that you're talking about, though. Mm -hmm. You know, when it does come to, hey, the daycare. Like, if you're spending, like, all these... Whatever you know, Dave does do the total opposite. Shit, I fucking tried to apply for welfare <laughs> once. And I was like, yo, I got this expense, that expense. This, and I still, I walked out crying because they were like, nope, you don't make it. And I'm like, really? Because, like... This per I just know this person that what? Mm -hmm. I did have a deduction. I was paying out. They they're most likely <laughs> they're most likely lying <laughs> because I'm not fucking lying. All right. So Danny, any last questions you have? Nope, I'm good. It was great though. Right. It was it, it was, was very interesting. It was informative. Yeah. Look, there's a lot of things. I mean, look, yep. if you feel comfortable using TurboTax, the complexity. Sure I think the bottom yeah. line is it's very complex. I feel comfortable using a licensed preparer that knows what they're doing, that studies the laws and you know, it's the same thing if you have kids. That. Everyone's got different situations. Whether you have a kid, whether you have a business, whether you have 1099, you know, everyone's in But your professional, his name's Vinny, and he works in the back room, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> I could see Dave doing that. So for, I'm, not, I'm not Italian, so I would be use, I'm Jewish. I would use the Jewish, the, the Jewish account. Oh, that's right. Um, so not Vinny. Vinny doesn't work for me. But Vinny could be working for somebody. That's but maybe true. Vinny's licensed, right. and he's really good, and he's got a lot of, a lot of information. <laughs> so the bottom line is... Um, uh, Vlad, I really appreciate you coming on the show again. Yes. Thank you. It's helpful information. Yes. Um, as usual, well, if people have you know some problems or they have some questions, I can connect you to Vlad. You can call the Problem Solver at 702-999-1111 or you go to theproblemsolver.vegas. You can put in your problem. Put in your information and I send it over to Vlad so he basically can help you out. I know, do you normally do, you know, once in a while if it's small, like free consultations? What do you... Normally, there's a fee. You know, um, people are very welcome to give me a call. If it's a simple question, I'll okay. be happy to answer a call. Great. Beige is gonna get your number. She normally, she normally calls between three and five a.m. when she goes through <laughs> her taxes. She's doing her taxes in different sneaker boxes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm just trying to make her laugh. Okay, so uh, Vlad, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Um, Beja, thanks so much for being here as usual. Beautiful Beja. And then we got, what are we calling you these days? Is it the, the Meryl? You called me the devil. No, the right, devil. Danny? Yeah, the yeah devil. I saw that. Yeah, Danny the devil. <laughs> Danny the Danny devil. Danny the devil. We got beautiful Beja. And uh, I'm Dave Colmeyer, the problem solver. Thanks so much for joining us this week. Every single week, the goal is to solve some problems, give some tips, resources. If you need some help, be safe out there. We'll see you next week.